Oh, hello. Oh, hello there. <laughs> hello, folks. Welcome to another episode of the Bees Wax. I know. I know. I was also waiting for Ellen to say the word bees. But I am your host, Palasam. And we are going to be without Ellen for a few episodes here. Ellen is taking a hiatus, okay, zipping and doing it and taking care of himself. We are here for that, okay? We love that. We love that for you, Ellen. We're sending you all the love. And yeah, we'll see you when you're back. So, welcome, everybody. Welcome to this beautiful episode. I am calling in from the. Um, office this morning i am fully dressed ready for my bank appointment later but um before that i was like you know what this feels this feels this morning wednesday morning feels like the right kind of time to be recording this episode i feel like i have the right energy you know to infuse into this episode okay <laughs> so um how am I doing? I'm doing great. How are you folks doing? How are you doing? If you need to pause the episode here, okay? And I'm going to ask you the question again. Pause and truly answer it. How are you doing? I am doing well. I am, hmm, I am trying to use general terms to describe how I'm feeling and also get more specific to give some of the details to actually say what I mean about how I'm feeling and so doing well looks like having difficult conversations um, with my partner that are not about our relationship but just about my own um, happenings in my mind, in my soul, in my heart. And, um, it's really interesting to not have to notice that as like some magical extra thing because I'm already a communicative person, but just noticing the context and the content of what it is that I'm sharing are really some things that, um, after starting therapy, I realized that I didn't really share a lot about myself with people. Um, and that spills into my partner and my relationship, you know, especially if it's things that have a lot of shame in them. If, it th if it's things that have a lot of guilt in them, I won't share them. Um, yeah, and over time, I just, just uh, pass over it. <laughs> pass over it but yeah we're having I'm sharing those and uh, having those conversations so doing well in that regard and um, doing well because you know life 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 is good it's moving I am noticing the changing of the leaves the falling of the leaves noticing the change in the temperature and the air outside And noticing that, noticing that things are in flux, noticing that things are always 
in a state of change, are always evolving, are always developing. It really helps me um, understand why my life is so full of changes. It helps me understand why my life is always evolving, even in times when I feel like those specific things shouldn't have changed or, you know, the changes are overwhelming in a sense. I am trying to befriend those those moments too and and yeah and see what happens so that is how I am doing and I hope that you paused okay and you took an opportunity to really see how you are doing just for yourself you know just so just so you can you can tap in right and if that doesn't feel comfortable always do what feels good for you and what's best for you right another question you could ask yourself outside of how am I doing is what do I need right now right what is it that I need in this moment what type of attention am I requiring because there's always attention right there's always attention at play. And so what kind are you requiring? What kind of care are you requiring? In this moment. Hmm. Yeah. And so um, as we move into the next segment here. Ta-ta. I'm going to share with folks where I found hope this week, okay? And it was a couple of places. First place where I found hope is adult playdates, okay? I suggest them. I recommend them. I think I've spoken about them before. Dip into them if it feels if it feels right, but also if it feels a little bit uncomfortable, right? okay to be uncomfortable if it feels uncomfortable maybe you want to try it anyway maybe you want to try it with one of your closest friends and say you know what let's take this day these hours and we're just gonna frolic and we're just gonna frolic it was really fun it was very 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 fun yeah Shout out to Eames. Shout out to Eames for that one. Doing the shout outs that Ellen was would do for us. The second place where I found hope is my um, courses that I'm taking online. And these are like, you know, courses. Some of them are free courses. Some of them I'm using as a refresher. Some of them I'm using as some anchoring points. Some of them I'm using for... Uh, learning some language around specific sections and points. Um, And for some, I'm learning something new altogether. And it's been really interesting to take on these courses and to have to structure that time into my calendar 
because it's not always easy to have that self-discipline, especially, you know, if the self-discipline has, you know, brings up some things or just that type of structure in general, right? School, you know, university, primary school, any, any, any reason, right? So yeah, it's been interesting, but before I get too carried away about the memories of school and this friction and tension-ish of the courses, um, the part that brought me hope in taking the courses is that is my is my willingness to try my willingness to learn something new and even my willingness to admit to myself, right? Which is the hardest part it, that I, I need some assistance in this. I need some support over here, right? I do indeed need to learn something new in this part here, right? And as I step out of my comfort zone, I think sometimes, you know, when I step out of my comfort zone, it doesn't feel like I have to learn routinely new things like this. And so this time it feels a bit different. This time it feels like I'm stepping out of my comfort zone and I have to learn about these things that exist outside of my comfort zone in specific detail. Which is exciting. Which is exciting. So, woohoo for me. Woohoo for me. Okay. So, <laughs> um, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna go ahead and jump into the next section here. Pew, 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 pew. Okay, cool. So <laughs> the next session is the culture hive. And I only have one culture hive story or thing that I want to talk about. And that is maybe not necessarily the intricacies of why Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp were down. Because there's many, many articles to read about that. There's many, many, you know, stories and from now and the before times that were, you know, already alluding to misconduct. And um, what I want to talk about, though, is this idea of the impermanence of apps. I feel like. I definitely get caught in this idea where anything that is in my environment, right? This laptop, my iPhone, right? The TV, this bookshelf. It almost feels like because I have these things, right? That that they get so entwined in the fabric of my everyday life. And I feel like social media, especially these apps, have gotten so entwined in our uh, daily lives, right? People conduct business off of there. 
right? People find belonging and information and, you know, keeping up to date with stuff on these apps because of how integral they are to the fabric of our society, right? And the fa- and, and, and not saying that they're in- integral as the only and everlasting way, but right now they're very much a part of the society. And so they almost feel... It almost feels like, you know, when they shut down, um, or it almost feels rather like, you know, you, 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 or I specifically stopped thinking about the fact that these apps were apps and started to just depend on them and their existence over time, right? And so it's really interesting because I've also been taking a social media break, um, specifically Instagram, and I have been really, really trying to figure out like, you know, what are, are all my misconceptions or what are all my biases that I have around Instagram and the engagement that it, you know, allows or that it doesn't allow for. Um, And then also, you know, what are some of these preconceived notions that I have about community, you know, existing online and then the community existing offline? Right. And I really started to believe that I couldn't not be on Instagram because I would lose the community that I had created, the community that I had um, opened up my door of authenticity and self-expression and sharing and, and educating and learning and supporting and caring for myself and others and you know as that door opened more and more people wanted to come into that door and you know spend some time and be in community and so as I was gearing myself up to take this social media break off Instagram I got very nervous and I started to think oh my goodness you know I should be giving people an announcement I should announce it right that I'm going especially when people are part of this you know community and I went back and forth in my head a few times about announcing it and then finally I put up a story um that said that I would be off Instagram for an unidentified amount of time and so I was like okay okay cool um I went back on a few hours later just to see if anybody had messaged or um, anybody had, you know, any questions or an inquiry or just to wrap up some of the conversations I was having. And the story had not loaded. <laughs> the story had not loaded. And in that moment, there was a part of me that was like, oh, what the hell? And then there was also another part of me that was like, oh, I guess this is my answer here. Right, I guess in some way that story not loading brought up for me that like, you know, 
you can do things and you can make a decision, right? And not have to um, always report back to people about it, right? And those who are in community with me and those who um, require that type of access to me in terms of the support, that I provide have my contact details they have my email you know there's definitely other ways to engage with me but it was just so interesting how afraid I became of losing out on folks and losing out on community and that is a really real fear on a you know micro scale and a macro scale right? We're faced with that sometimes every single day, right? Can we remain in community with these people, with this person? So, yeah, it was really interesting. And then my partner, um, heard me out and you know reflected back to me that you know basically basically what I seem to be mulling over or experiencing is wanting to know that a this fear was valid and that b it would be okay even if I lost community in terms of followers in terms of engagement in terms of whatever ways that that loss of community manifests on Instagram um and that was really lovely I think that was the permission the being seen that I needed in order to really sit back and say huh huh actually yeah it's okay if I'm you know nervous that that might happen. It's okay if I'm fearful of it. And it would be okay if the worst case scenario happens. And understanding that and jumping from that to the other one was um, really, really helpful. And so um, as as wrapping it back to the um, topic about the social apps breaking down is that um, I didn't feel as affected by them not working um, as I might have when I was on more uh, frequently. And and yeah, it's just it's just it's just really interesting. And even I think of the day before or on that day, I had been working on my website and updating it and making sure that I have all of my information on there, making sure I have all my links links on there. Um, and it's just yeah, it's really it's really interesting. But it gave me that push to be like work on your website. You know, or to say good on you for working on your website to have another place where you exist. Right. Well, in the tech world, in the social world that is virtual, folks can still get in touch and folks can still have contact. 
So that was that was really interesting. That was a, a revelation that I had when um, the apps went down. So I hope that folks who didn't have access to the apps um, didn't face too much of a crisis. Um, and that you're able to get the community and the belonging that you find and the comfort, even the just distraction um, that you need or want, desire um, on the on the on the apps now that they're back up. That's um, yeah, that's that for Culture Hive. Alrighty. So the last segment here is going to be um, this DMC, the Deep Meaningful Conversation, okay? It's usually a more person-to-person conversation, um, but I also feel like conversation can happen with oneself. And here, conversation is happening with you. It's just, you know, the energies that are having the conversation. So... Today, I wanted to talk about um, the awe of our own power, right? The awe of our own mm. of our own tenacity, you know, the awe of our of really our own creations and what we can create and what we can do. Right, I'm working on a project with somebody, um, and I was I was very very nervous to approach them to work on this project, but it's been a blast ever since. And really, you know, having somebody who you're working collaboratively with on a project is so helpful at times because it really like when it's good. Okay, when it's great and amazing, there's two opportunities there to celebrate it. You and the other person, right? And it's just so amazing sometimes leaving that room for celebration, right? Leaving that room for self-congratulation. Leaving that room for just awe. Right? And all, whether anchored in a disbelief or a belief that you are uh, actually amazing. Actually amazing. That's what you are. (laughs) Actually amazing. Right? So, yeah. It just, it struck me then, um working with this individual and <laughs> you know we finished off the call be saying we're geniuses we're absolutely geniuses look at how genius we are having created this wonderful plan from you know talking with each other sharing perspectives and you know really pulling in from our own experiences with our businesses and it was really it was just so touching, just so touching to be in a Zoom room with somebody and being like, we're geniuses. (laughs) 
It was absolutely amazing. And so I want to invite you folks. I'd love to encourage people who are listening to this to really, really take a moment to be in awe of you. Because if you are in awe of the trees and they're changing colors, or you are in awe of how your friend is achieving, or you are in awe of the things that, you know, you did once before that you didn't know you could do, right? Or you're in awe of the clouds, right? When you see the magic, which is what I'm referring to when I say in awe, when you see the magic, the magic and the magic, oh, when you just see and feel the magic just beaming off of these things and you're in absolute awe of them, I invite you to turn that awe inward. I invite you to turn that awe inward and say, damn. Okay, repeat after me. Damn. Damn. Okay. I'm a badass B. Okay. I'm a baddie. All right. A bad Z. Okay. Repeat after me. Okay. I am in awe of myself. I am in awe of myself. I see the magic within myself. I see the magic of my own power and my own resilience. I see the magic. Right? So, that was just the message that I wanted to share with folks in this deep, meaningful conversation is, you know, it's so, it's so powerful to be able to see that magic. And it's, it's not always, right? Sometimes you feel the magic and you don't perceive it. You can sense the magic with your, you know, with your senses, with your intuition, but you don't perceive the magic, right? Which means you don't pick up in a cerebral way, in a processing way, in a critical thinking way of the magic, but you just feel it, you just sense it, right? At least, at least that's what happens for me sometimes is I will sense that magic and I'll feel tingly and good and I'll be like ooh 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 what is happening what is happening don't stop what is happening what is happening don't stop right and I'm just here like give me the sensation and it's just been so beautiful over the last few weeks to really be able to perceive the magic perceive be just you know, you know, I made an apple crumble last night. I made an apple crumble, okay? And that apple crumble was delicious, okay? Delicious. 
I could not stop eating it. It was so good. And even then, when I was making it, I had so many questions, so many doubts. Would it be right? I'm not using the same sugar. My ingredients are a little bit different. They are varied. I'm working with what I have. Right? But will it taste good? And it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Right? So, I won't, uh, I won't jump into a whole TED Talk, okay? But that's, that's basically why I'm doing these podcasts, right? That's basically why this podcast exists is because I want to document. I want to document. I should, I should trademark that. I don't know if someone's trademarked it yet, but I should look into that. I want to document the, 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 the moment that we're in, our present moment which will tomorrow be history, right? And so I want to be part of the people who are documenting history. And this, this is one of my favorite ways to do that. One of my absolutely favorite ways to do that. So I hope that you enjoy this documenting of history um, or at least of my present moment, which will be a history at some point. Um, thank you for tuning in. I've been your wonderful host, Palasa. I hope that you folks enjoy the rest of your week. You can catch us on Instagram, the podcast at uh, The Beeswax, which is T-H-E-E-B-E-E-S-W-A. X, and then you can still hop onto my platform if you wish um, at imbali underscore blooming which is i-m-b-a-l-i underscore b-l-o-o-m-i-n-g so you know do what you gotta do and remember to be kind and be yourself wicked 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 be kind and be yourself Mwah. <laughs> Take care, folks. Till next time.